There was a post on social media where a security guard was taking the forehead temperature of a civilian going into an establishment as a precaution to the spread of the virus. A second after, the civilian took out his own thermometer and took the temperature of the security guard. You're listening to Arrow Francis on this week's Rehash. A pastor in Florida was arrested for holding services on-site, despite the widespread government orders of social distancing. While in Los Angeles, the county sheriff targeted gun stores by ordering them to close. Both businesses were being declared as non-essentials in this time of crisis. But who determines which are essential and which are not? As the Roman satirical poet Juvenal said, Who guards the guards? Welcome to this week's Rehash. Sure, it will be easy to consider what the pastor did was stupid and reckless. But let's pause for a bit. Let us remember that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Bill of Rights, Amendment 1. But this is an emergency. People are dying in the thousands. The Constitution should not apply anymore, right? Well, if we continue on that amendment, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances, does that mean we should shut down all media outlets as well? Then there is the politician in Los Angeles whose official title is County Sheriff targeting gun stores by arbitrarily ordering them to close up shop, declaring that they are a non-essential service. This was the same politician who ordered the release of 600 inmates and a halt on arrests just to free up some jail space. So let me get this straight. He lets out criminals, he orders his officers not to make any more arrests, and closes gun shops so law-abiding citizens will not be able to buy firearms to protect themselves? If the pastor was arrested for endangering the public by inviting his members to worship together, shouldn't the sheriff be arrested for inviting criminals to prey on unarmed citizens? Isn't that public endangerment as well? At the very least, it's a violation of the Second Amendment where the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. It is a slippery slope when we start giving up our civil liberties. Is it not the whole point of having a constitution is to have a guiding principle when the lines get blurry and things get tough? Isn't it supposed to be the one thing we actually refer to, especially in these kinds of times, to make sure we keep our freedoms intact despite of what is going on around us? Is public safety more important than freedom? 
There are those who blame the federal government for not being more aggressive in enforcing that stay-at-home and social distancing guidelines. Giving only recommendations instead of pulling rank over the states and actually giving an order. So states like Louisiana and Florida still allowed people to gather at the beaches and even held Mardi Gras despite of the constant reminder of the federal government not to which resulted in the spike in the number of infected and deceased. Shouldn't we hold the state leaders accountable first? How about the local city government? How about the people themselves? I assume the people that went to that Florida mega church gathered on their own free will. Nobody forced them to show up for worship. Same thing with the people who attended, hosted, and made profits at the Mardi Gras. Given partying amidst a pandemic is stupid. But that is part of the freedom that we all so love. Why do we let people smoke when a federal warning is right there on the label? Why do we allow people to drink alcohol? Banishing alcohol altogether could save thousands of alcoholics, preserve their family, and save victims of drunk drivers. Why do we allow people to be overweight and eat all the things that pretend to be food? get hooked up on sugar, and take prescribed drugs that damage organs just to manage a symptom? Or why do we even drive cars and trucks? Motor vehicle accident fatalities will go down to zero if we just all walked. All these have been killing thousands of people yearly. I am actually glad that it is still a guideline and not a mandate. Because every state is different. We have different geography and demographics. Some may not be able to afford a total lockdown. If a state cannot sustain its citizens' needs for a month, chaos and riots will soon ensue, and I don't want to be in another LA riot. Fear is one damn good weapon. That is why those that wish us harm are labeled as such because they use terror as their means. Our reaction to fear is frightful in itself, and it is slowly becoming our pattern giving away our rights as a reaction to fear. It happened after the Boston bombing and after 9-11. That is why it is so easy to equate this virus to those attacks. Whether it was intentionally created as a bioweapon, deployed as such, or merely a force of nature, it has clearly devastated multiple countries and has accomplished its intended or unintended purpose. Just look at what it has been able to accomplish in a matter of weeks. It collapsed the world markets, killed thousands of people, and made more sick, forced a battle carrier to dock, redirected military resources, and instilled fear in the citizens of the world, putting some of us in desperation and has instantly changed our way of living. Whoever did it has effectively started a world war or at the very least initiated a dry run of one, and got away with it, allowing them to observe how we will react, enabling them to create a plan for subsequent attacks. Should we just let people die just to maintain the principles of freedom? Well, we have been all throughout history. Should we allow everyone to go about their lives as usual, and downplay the increasing death toll caused by this bioweapon? Of course not. But at the same time, let us not put our guards down and just swallow everything politicians spew out as if they know any better. Remember what they said the first time around? You don't need to wear masks. It's useless. 
you wouldn't know how to use them anyway. Now they are encouraging us to make some by any means and wear it in public at all times? You have to remember that these are politicians. They will always do what is best for their political careers. Why do you think Los Angeles County spent $400,000 to hire a couple of public relations company rather than using their fully staffed communications office? They could have easily used that money to supply badly needed personal protective equipment and ventilators. Why do you think the relief funds took so long to be approved? They were busy putting stuff in the bill that did not need to be there. But as opportunists, they used it as leverage. If this is what they say it is, that this is an all-new virus, then any information out there about it would be an assumption based on patterns observed in three months' time, at best. Gather information, filter the crap, do what is best for you and your family. Stay safe and stay home. This is Earl Francis for this week's Rehash. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.